0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I would like to begin by telling you a very beautiful story. And this story is so special, not only because of what happens in the story, but the way Rab Chaim Kanievsky understood the story. In America, we have an expression that when somebody hears something and touches it or puts a spin on it, A spin is not a bad thing, a spin is the way you're supposed to interpret it. So let's listen to the story together and we'll see an incredible way how Rab Chaim tells us to understand the story and how it should affect every single one of us in this Heliga month of Elul as we approach Rosh Hashanah, Dasher Shimei Yom Kippur and Hashanah Rabba. There was a fellow, an American young man who had gone through the yeshiva system, let's call him Nachman, He became a successful businessman, and he moved his family to Eretz Yisrael. He would come back every two or three years. He would come back to New York to do business. And he also had a cousin in Miami. Now, this cousin was not religious. His name was Nati. And Nati had moved his family from Eretz Yisrael to get away from Eretz Yisrael to come to Miami. So Nachman went from America to Eretz Yisrael, but his cousin did the opposite. He went from Eretz Yisrael and he came to Miami. Now, every time that Nachman came to New York, he would try to spend the day in Miami and Nati and his wife knew that he's not going to eat in their home. They're not kosher. So either they would go out to one of the kosher restaurants in Miami or else he would order kosher takeout food and they would serve on plastic or paper dishes. Three years ago, Nachman comes into Nati's house and he notices that the yarmulke on Nati's head fits him nicely. Every time when he came before, he realized that just five minutes before, Nati had put on his yarmulke. But now it sat as if it was there all day. And then he looks around and he sees there's mezuzahs on the door posts. And there's a safer on the table. Like he can't believe it, what's going on here? So he says to Nati, have there been some changes here that I am not aware of? He said, yeah. My wife and I, we became religious over the last couple of years. He said, that's amazing. Nobody told me. How did that happen? He says, I'll tell you how it happened. He says, a couple years ago, my wife and I, late afternoon, very hot afternoon, we were sitting on the porch. And all of a sudden, we noticed very well-dressed people in suits and ties and women that were dressed very well, they're all going down to the water. Now, our first reaction was, like, you know, people who go to the beach, they're not dressed in suits and ties. What's going on? And then I realized, oh my gosh, it's Rosh Hashanah today. And these people are going to Tashlech. That's why they're going to the water. I remember Tashlech when I was a kid. I went to Tashlech. Now, I don't know, he said, I don't know what possessed me. But I went inside, I got my kippah, and I just started walking with everybody. Let's see what happens. I hadn't been in Tashlech for years. I figured it would be interesting to see it again. Well, I come there, and obviously I looked different than everybody else. And somebody came over to me and said, "Uh, you read Hebrew? He said, of course, I'm an Israeli. He said, would you like to say this prayer of Tashlech? He said, okay, if you show it to me, I'll read it. And I read it. And I was about to turn around and leave when somebody came over to me Obviously, he also realized that I was not from the group here. He said, did you hear shofar today? I said, no. He said, would you like me to blow shofar? I happen to be a Baltakea. I blow shofar. And I happen to have my shofar with me. He said, "Uh, okay, if you want to blow shofar, you know, that would be nice. I haven't heard shofar in a long time. So right there by the water, you know, this guy takes out his shofar. Everybody turns around. Nobody's expecting shofar by Tashlech. And he blows 30 koalas. And then after, he finishes, he says, um, you know, G'dyantav, my name is Moshe Katz. And Nati was thinking to himself, who cares what your name is? You know, we're not friends. Like, you know, what are you introducing myself, yourself to me? Oh, you know, we're not going to continue this relationship. And Moshe Katz says to him, listen, if you ever want to connect to me, I'm in the local synagogue, which is not far from here. Fine. He goes home, and he says to his wife, you know, it was an amazing experience. Tells her about the Tashlich and about the Shoefer, And then he says, you know, then at the end, the guy tells me he's Moshe Katz. Who cares who he is? Like, you know, I have no connection to him. She said, what would you say his name is? Moshe Katz, why? She says, Moshe Katz, blue scheiffer for you? He says, yeah, why? She said, do you know that my grandfather, who died many years ago in Bialystok, his name was Moshe Katz. He was the Baltakea the one who blew Schaefer for the community in Bialystok. I can't believe that all these years later, a guy named Moish Katz blew Schaefer for you. That was my grandfather's name. Well, both of them couldn't believe it. Like this was like some sort of a sign from heaven. So they decided that after Yontif, they're going to go to the local Rav. And the local Rav was very, very nice to them. He inspired them. And slowly but surely, they became Balei and they became Frum. Well, Nachman went out of his mind. He couldn't believe it. His cousins are Frum. And he goes around and he tells everybody the story. He comes to Eretz Yisrael and one day he comes to Rabchaim and he says to Rabhaim Kanevsky, Do you believe that story? It's amazing. So Rabhaim says, well, These stories happen every day. Sometimes we just don't see it. But Hashem orchestrates these type of things many, many times. So he says to Rabbi Chaim, Rabbi, I'd like to ask you a question. If Hashem wanted that Nati and his wife should become religious, why didn't he send Moshe Katz 10 years ago? Why did he wait till now? And Rabbi Chaim gave the answer. That's the theme for the first part of our talk tonight. Rabbi Chaim said, Hashem waits for somebody to take the first step. And after he went to Tashlech, that was the first step. Then Hashem sent him Moshe Katz. And that's a very important lesson in Elo. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories